When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's just listen to Willie. That is the wrong letters. Let's just listen to Willie. For a little while. Sound of his voice always makes me smile. Bum, bum, That's the intro music to our American Olympic themed Alright, what's up guys? Willie Robertson and you're listening to the Willie Robertson Podcast uh, along with me is my slobby assistant Johnny D. Hello boss, just us today. Just us today. Um, nerdy Seth who you never hear from who always punches the buttons. He gone. He gone. Took a job in Dallas, so wish him good luck. Uh, Seth was actually in my youth group, uh, so I've known him since he was a little kid and uh, about half raised him. And um, he is going off with another kid from the youth group uh, who's into production. Uh, It's funny. A lot of these kids that I knew ended up in production. um, uh, worked on our TV show, Duck Dynasty, and uh, yeah, they're doing good, making TV and uh, running cameras and, you know, nerdy stuff. Nerdy stuff. Well, we need another nerdy Seth, Seth because it took me about five times Slacking. longer than it took yeah. Seth to press. I had to press Jay the D's buttons press today. the buttons, and uh, it's, a, it's a tough job. It's not easy. It's, it ain't easy. It's, there's a lot more buttons than you would think to two microphones. It's life of, of an assistant. It's not just hit and record. No, so, uh, so today... Uh, we're going to talk about uh, really uh, several different things uh, later on. We're going to uh, we tried ask uh, hashtag ask boss hog. So I've got some questions um, from some bizarre questions from the uh, Twitterverse. Yeah, we're going to yeah we went out and uh, just to get uh, some opinions and questions, and I'll try to answer um, just to kind of let you know how I think on certain things. And some of the questions are interesting. But we're starting out with the Olympics. It's all about the Olympics. It starts soon. You're an Olympic guy. It starts guy. today, actually. That's true. So, uh, yeah, it's here. Um, they don't do any events today, though. They just I, like, I, there's already been an event. Uh, there's already been something played. You should know this. Soccer. Women's soccer. There was a men's soccer game last uh, night, too. Nigeria versus somebody. I didn't watch Are you going to watch all the soccer? No. Johnny Here's, D loves soccer. He loves watching soccer. I and love, he also plays I do on Saturdays. sometimes go to the park and play on Saturdays <laughs> with all my friends. He's that guy. No. Um, Soccer in the Olympics, though, it's kind of because you got to be like the women's is normal, but the men's it's like all people under twenty three and stuff. It's oh, the pros don't play. Pros don't play. It's like remember remember when baseball was because in the Olympics? It's going on, soccer was soccer season like year round all the time. Pretty much, it starts in. It's, it's about to on. start, so they don't want them getting hurt and stuff. So like the big names aren't even there except for one because he's from Brazil and they want to win. So. Hmm. America so, didn't make it. Who gives a care in the world? We're not in the Olympics? Not in men's soccer. Really? We lost. Ah, bummer. Mexico. Bummer. Bummer. Uh, <laughs> so the Olympics are uh, it's starting now. I have a, a little Olympic story. Uh, you were there. I went there. I was 1996. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. I went with uh, my wife's family. Uh, that was a family trip that we took 1996 i was um 26 i was yeah graduated college sure. just started you were it. my age i was your age now what was fascinating you know what i did the entire time because i'm somewhat of a collector you i traded for those pins they have these olympic pins <laughs> And there would be all these people out there and you would trade like i'd trade an m&m like candy like companies put their logo ah, the, the ups fancy Olympics truck stuff. was a big one it was like some you like super rare <laughs> ups truck. and so i'm out there trading pen i've got them all on my cap my usa <laughs> cap that i still have <laughs> oh yeah it was fun I, I was uh 
I was really into that. And I ran into this super tall guy. Turns out, Rick Barry. There you go. Ex-professional basketball player. Also, was he on the giant pin collector? There you go. Big, was big was he on Dream Team? Was he playing? Or was he just there? No, no he was out. Because that wasn't the Dream Team. He was in the crowd in front of the stadium trading pins. I traded a pin with him. <laughs> True story. He's just a... True story. Do you know where those pins are? Uh, yeah, they're in an, an attic somewhere. <laughs> I need to go get my hat. I, would, I need to go. Yeah, I should bring those out. And, it's the Olympic. Every yeah. four years, you should bring that hat out and wear it. It's not It's not necessarily good for podcasts, but it's, I mean, I bring them out. Yeah, I should wear that hat. Just around As town. I watch the Olympics. I got a hat on for the Olympics. You are, J.D., is, he's got a, he's got his, he's got, he's into tank tops this summer. <laughs> it's hot. Him and my house cleaner's uh, three-year-old son wear the same exact outfits. They're little, little tank tops. He had a tank top shorts. on the other day. Michael Jordan dunking a basketball. <laughs> I almost asked him where he bought it. There you go. But it wasn't my size. So yeah. So now, when I was at the Olympics, Johnny D, tell me the sports that I went and saw. Oh, badminton. That's easy. Well. Willie is the world's most obscure sportsman. Um, I went to see badminton. That was my favorite. Uh, all Asian, like everybody that was in it was from Asia. Even Some of the countries I'd never. No, I'm saying no. It was all. Every <laughs> oh, team was Asian. Every team was. No, there was no America. There was no anything. Uh, if you weren't within a thousand miles of China, <laughs> you weren't in the badminton. You were and really good at badminton back in the day. It was really fun watching them. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's legit, and they hit it hard. It's a funny smell, though. The crowd had a funny smell. Remember that? <laughs> it's true. Oh. It, was, it was almost too much. It was almost like, I don't know if I, I don't know what this is. It's just a weird smell. Um, so, badminton basketball. and. Uh, basketball. No, I don't even think I watched basketball. Why would you Maybe not go into the basketball? To be honest, all I can remember. Dan Marley was on that team. All Shit I can went. remember watching. Um, was Batman? <laughs> That's only Did you go to the track? I don't know. Who knows? Swimming pool. Some things. I mean, tickets were hard. Tickets were hard. My father-in-law was being cheap buying. Uh, the, the, the one I said I got to go see is Batman. You know what's funny? Corey actually went to the '84 Olympics in Los Angeles. I wasn't. Alive. She did that one as well. So there's the. They're an Olympic Olymp- family. You know what else is funny? A few years later, me and you went on a trip to the Koei River where they did the kayaking. Mm-hmm. At the '96 Olympics. Oh, really? Yeah, remember? It was like my my me and Corey's grandpa. No, I remember going with you. I didn't remember. Yeah, it was where the Olympics still That's were held. That's where the Olympics. And then we whitewater rafted where those people kayaked, and we saw the stuff. It was cool to me. Willie doesn't remember. It wasn't cool to him, but oh, I had a well, good time. I just I don't know. You were just a little child. <laughs> I was seven. You were seven. <laughs> but here's the deal. You've always been into weird sports like badminton. Mm-hmm. Like you were the Camp Chioka badminton champion. No, I won numerous black birdies. That was our trophy. Uh, <laughs> which is funny. When you run a camp and then you win the award, it was a homemade trophy that I actually made. <laughs> I painted birdies, uh, shuttlecocks technically. technically uh, I painted them black and I put them on a little gold pedestal. And so the winner of the badminton tournament was the – the Black Birdie winner. I had numerous Black Birdies. Um, I was also the intramural champion at NLU. Of badminton. Of badminton. Again, beat everybody. The only... Everybody was Asian that I beat, and um, <laughs> I, I felt good about it. It was only... Like, my only cool sports thing I've ever done was... We, it was I won the most improved soccer player for my high school. As we all remember. And second was... Bad intramural badminton championship. But I mostly big? played basketball. I was a bas- I played in high school and uh, played intramural basketball. They had a six feet and under league, which is pretty cool. That's, if you're six foot, you're like that's, the big, you're the big man. That's the weakest thing I've ever heard. It was. I wouldn't even be allowed play. in that league. Yeah, you're out. That's dumb. You couldn't play. But you know what's funny? If there was, there's one sport missing from the Olympics that I think you could have made it to the Olympics in. What is it? Bowling. Bowling. I went bowling the other night, 76. And all I could think about the whole time is how disappointed you'd be in me. You shot 76? 76. But I set the record for the most. Did you twist your ankle or something? No, I I set the record for most miles per hour with the bowling ball because it had a gun on it. 
So you're the guy. Like, how I'm do you tr- shoot? How do you? I don't you know. Bowl a 76. Huh? What's bad is that's improvement from the last time I bowled when I bowled a 67 twice. I think there's people who are legally blind who could beat I don't, 76. I think I should be good at bowling, but whenever I go, I don't. I cannot do it. And I you try walk up there and you drop the ball. You drop a ball and throw it in the middle. What did you bowl last time you went bowling? Uh, I got the pin. They gave me the. I bowled a 212. That's ridiculous. 212. And they gave me the. Uh, and Give me the bowling pin. Imagine if you had practiced. I was in Lynchburg, a, Virginia. A gold medal. <laughs> shooting a TV show. We were shooting the uh, John Luke episode where he goes to. And you just, and, the, and so we're at a motel. Right beside the motel is a bowling oh. alley. I was there every night. Um, I didn't. That was my best game. I mean, I, I'm a little rusty. And what I was didn't the have best my ball. Ever I didn't bowled. have my ball. Or my little wrist thing. Huh? <laughs> My best game ever was a 250. Uh, See, I think if bowling was an Olympic sport. I think I was open the first frame, and then I struck out. That's ridiculous. All strikes. That's when I worked at the bowling alley. That's where the – see, I worked at the bowling alley in college, and so I would just bowl every day. It wasn't as busy as you think. And they they shut it down. Thank you, Harding (laughs) University, for closing down the best thing that I liked there. (laughs) The bowling alley. That's why I didn't make it there. They didn't have. They had that alley. bowling alley. I might. And I worked out. at the bowling alley. You talk about a perfect job. That would be kind of fun. It'd be like working at a when, driving no, range. When, when it was not bit, we had the arcade. So I did the arcade. I had to give out change at the bowling alley, which nobody ever bowled except me. <laughs> you just smoke. Oh, I them. just wear it out. Just go out there. And Nowadays they put you like on a timer and just shut the whole thing down, though. So it's, see, it's the back. Yeah, the whole that's it's changed a lot. I don't, the other night we were like seventh frame and they're like, oh, time's Nobody out. Nobody knows how to keep score anymore. We in Monroe we still do because our bowling alley just was updated like last month. They but, still smoke in there? No, no that's, smoking. That's, that's good. outlawed. <laughs> that's illegal. That was the bad part about the bowling alley was the smoke. Uh, Golly! But I legitimately think if bowling had been an Olympic sport, you would have trained to become an Olympic athlete. Well, I wanted in, to be a professional bowler, in bowling. which is kind of the same thing. But at Olympics is way bigger. But I got home from college, and the bowling alley wasn't as good. So I got, and it burnt down. And too. it burnt down. I got that I was got a out sad day. One time I remember I was, uh, God, I was probably thirteen. My oldest brother Alan and Lisa were in a league. My and roommate so, was in a league one time. So I would go up there and hang out the bowling alley. There'd be a couple of chicks there, you know, <laughs> bowling alley chicks. It but it was something to do. And I went to throw a ball and the. The ball stuck on my fingers, like straight up in the air, Ooh. face planted. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> Most people would have never bowled again, but I went on to try to become a professional bowler. It didn't last long. Uh, at one point, I was going to be a professional golfer. I was probably 22, and I really thought, if you just put yourself, you know, if you just will yourself, you can do it. So I go to get a golf lesson, and this guy had actually won a PGA event. And... uh so I said, sir, I said, uh, you know, nice to meet you. I want a lesson. I said, I want to be a professional golfer. And he just looks at me, and he goes, no, nah. <laughs> you ain't got it. And I went, no offense, sir, but you never seen me swing a golf club. He said, you ain't got it. And That's... so I took the lesson, paid him for a lesson, um, and then I started right there, and I said, I'm going to – I'm now going to prove this guy wrong. I'm going to show him. You just look at me and tell me I ain't got it. So I went up there. I was going to go up there every day for like eight hours, just like a job. I was working at the summer camp, so I was able to add a flexible schedule. And for two days straight, I went eight hours, and my hands hurt so bad, and I was like, this is not fun. <laughs> that took all the fun out. I, that's, I, I don't be a pro for about how a week. someone could judge someone. Like, if you said you wanted to be a professional basketball player, I'd get, like, you ain't got it. You're 5'8 and can't jump very high. But – you're not five eight, but you know what I'm saying. But like golf, like there's yeah, you know? Tiger just, Woods and there's teed one up and just John Daly, like hit it over the trees, you know. Yeah, I don't know, but he knew he, he knew, was right. He, he, was, he, he was, was right. We do have to have the caveat. Well, Although, what did I just what did I just cash today? He just cashed a check for being a professional golfer. I was in the Lake Tahoe tournament, and they pay out every place. They pay out money. Which and makes I got my check. So technically, officially, a professional. that guy was wrong. 
I am a professional golfer. He was. Can't judge a book by its cover. No, no. It's one of the best uh, things I'm ever. Making money. Uh, and golf's an Olympic sport now, so maybe by 2028. I can't wait. Bubba's playing. Bubba is playing. Everybody's I, dropping out, though. I, I sent look, uh, somebody video my swing at Tahoe, mm-hmm. and I sent it to Bubba, and I said, you need to watch this. This will help your game. <laughs> he told me I need to hold my uh, – he's probably joking, but he said I need to hold my follow-through like uh, – he said, hold the club up until the ball hits the ground. But I always thought they were just bragging when they do that. You know, you hit a golf shot and you're just like staring it down. Staring it down. It's To me it seemed cocky, but maybe there's something to that. I always do the club flip like I'm Tiger Woods whenever I do yeah, it. I've seen shot. you play golf. It's not good. Oh, so good. Bub is playing. I'm excited. Little Ricky Fowler. Love that guy. He's, he's in. He's good. Uh, Jordan. Uh, Jordan is out. And uh, who else dropped? Oh, Dustin Johnson dropped out. Mm-hmm. I was about guys. to say Jason David. He's not American. So. He's not American. Yeah. So wasn't, wasn't rooting for you anyway, bro. So instead, they're taking Patrick Reed and uh, Matt Kuchar. So that'll be fun. I can't wait to. studying up on your Olympic golf. I know. I, know I wonder what course it's on, though, because, like, Brazil doesn't have a famous course. So Dustin Johnson and Jordan dropped out because of the Zika virus. So here's a question to you. Yes. Would you go... To, to Rio, to ha- I mean, you can't play anything, but would you go down there and hang out, knowing that you may get bit by my... Because you have two little kids. Time out. You may have some more. First off, I once wanted to be an Olympic athlete as well. Not in badminton, but in the javelin. Thank you. Oh, good grief. I th- <laughs> District champ, thank you. Um, but, yeah, I would go. To be in the Olympics, I wouldn't go to watch. But if I was in the Olympics, but but you wouldn't be concerned about Zika virus. I mean, what? Are That's odds? why they're not going. What are the odds? Well, I mean, are you not worried about than... encephalitis? We better stay in our houses. See, we have stuff here too. Well, I'm, I'd go. I've already a, had. If, I've had all the kids. I can. I mean, if a mosquito's going to get you, it's going to get you. Whether you're in Monroe, Louisiana, or Brazil. they're also it's in Miami as well. So see, can't go there. Can't go there. What did it do? Stay inside our whole lives. I don't know. It's just it was. It's weird. Bubba uh, has adopted two kids, so I don't believe he can have kids. So he wouldn't. He's going now. Ricky Fowler. I don't know. I wonder what he's. I gotta ask these guys and find out what what the what's the Zika virus. Uh, what makes somebody go and not go? Just wear plenty of. Off. But you know, it's also, you know, I don't know. It just seems some some shadiness down there. I, it's a little, you know, did you see the river they were getting all the garbage out of? I don't like. The like. mattresses. And, well, because, yeah, so I'm the big soccer guy, and they just did the World Cup down there. And they're basically building stadiums just to host I saw stuff. that. I'm like, come did to. Did you see a- the report where they build all this stuff, and then now they're just run down? Yeah. It's a lot what, of money. Is one, it worth it? I mean. Where America played a soccer game in the World Cup is now where they park their buses. No lie. And it's just an empty stadium with buses all in it. What I don't get, I mean, I can't tell the economic value of World Cups and the Olympics coming to somewhere. I don't, I haven't read the studies. But to me, it seems like if this is a problem, I know this this country, it's pretty good. Uh, there's some political strife in it right now. But they got a lot of big stadiums already built. So I don't get why they don't just come to America for Olympics, World Cup. But, like, we it, we haven't had one in Or just have years. it in Greece, like, where it starts. Have it there. Yeah, there. that's a good idea. Afghanistan. Have them build a few. Greece. Greece ain't got no money. But, we, no. Let they the just other, had it in Greece. Give them money. Like, pay them just to host every in the same spot and do it. Oh, you're saying do it in the I'm same saying place. saying do the same spot every year. America. Don't, don't go to your, you know. I, I think you should just have it in America. No, but you're. We literally have the ten biggest stadiums. I know, but you can't have in America every year. Well, it's better than like we got money. That's a good point. Add to our add to our debt. Debt building, we already have building stadiums, but we don't have like cesspool rivers and all that kind of stuff. So it's bad. I mean, it's bad. I don't know. I don't it's know the weird. answer. I don't either. Are you gonna watch? I'm gonna yeah, watch. Yeah, I watch. I I'm not gonna. The Olympics does get on my nerves some because like some stuff. It's like why is this uh, sailing? That's what is up with some of these sports? I do. I I printed us off a list of sports. Canoeing. Canoeing is an Olympic sport. What the heck? Slalom up? canoeing. What is that? 
even like is it open water or is it downhill? I don't know what you're doing. But what seventeen year old kid says, you know what I want to do? I want to be an Olympic canoeer. Ben Mongold, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a friend of ours. But no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I get the uh, golf should have been in the Olympics every year because it's a popular sport. Gymnastics, I get that. Shooting, that's awesome. That's cool. Isn't it funny though that like shooting a gun is. We could have. We might need to send Martin out there to try and compete. He's Who organizes this stuff? The International Olympic Committee. I believe they call it the IOC. And is that America or is that? Uh, I'm saying like in America, like I want to be a Olympic shooter. Who do I call? I get United States shoot. I bet we could Google it. We're gonna find out. <laughs> Look that up. I, th- I mean, some of these but, I get. Beach volleyball, of course. That's a cool one. Fencing, don't really understand it. Um, trampoline. What is that? It's where they literally jump on a trampoline and do flips and stuff. That's that should just be part. I of understand the winter sports because if you live in a cold climate, there's nothing to do. <laughs> So somebody went out there and said, hey, we got some pieces of rock. rock. Let's just push them and see how close we can get them to each other. Because literally you're bored out of your minds. <laughs> 20 below zero. It is. It's going to be that way for six months. Like, So I understand those games, how they came up with that stuff. It's But some of these others. It's like little... they're stretching for sports sometimes. So, like when taekwondo and judo. It's, that's it's, yeah, Karate, like we'll before you know it, cheerleading's going to be in there. Why not? Have it all. Have it all. Just any Scrabble. Today, when I was or at the office, I Andy was did his research. I was me. researching. I was asking people. I said, "What sports is really good at?" Because we're talking about the Olympics, and every the first two from everybody was bowling, bad badminton, and golf. The first three, right? And then tennis came up. Yeah. But then I share an office with his cousin who happens to also be a junior Olympic fencer back in the day. My he, cousin was? Gimber, yeah. Really? He's wow. a strange person. That's impressive. But I said, "What's what sports do you get at? He said, uh, bowling and Scrabble. I said, Scrabble's not a sport. It should be. And it's, but no, it's, you should be able to use your mind as well as your body. Now, how, what do you do? Wrestle in between each one? No, you would have been a good Olympic wrestler. You, I was a good wrestler. <laughs> but you'd have to... You, but I didn't. I never break took all wrestling because I mean, people do wrestling like as a as a sport, and you'd be taking. But all my shots. moves were like right. They were yeah. from. They were from. Uh, um, WWE. Like, yeah, yeah, like mid South wrestling. Mid. That was before. How my we time. did not kill ourselves. <laughs> uh, well, and you. So most people are thinking I'm more of an individual sport guy, but actually, yeah. That, back in the day, I was a big team sport guy. I played basketball. I. I started a flag football league. I started a volleyball league. I mean, I was a team sport guy. I was get and I, I when I was in junior high, I was the guy. They're all the jocks, you know, and I was one of the jocks because it was a small school. But I always wanted to beat the better teams that thought they were the best. So I would get the kind of ragtag crew and we'd play football, and I would always want to organize them and beat the guys who. Were the best he, athletes. He just wanted to out coach people. Yeah, it's coaching. No, you coach I'm a, I'm me in tennis. I'm a team sport. Well, that's guy. not a team sport. I coach Sadie's uh, all her junior basketball teams. I coach them. I coach your sister. You did. She was on my team. She, uh, was, she could shoot. She could shoot. Yeah, she was a good shooter. Oh, um, I didn't get that. So I love coaching. That's my degree. My degree is physical education. And uh, I thought if nothing worked out, I was going to be a coach. So I, I like coaching. I like team sports. I'm not. An, but you think I am an individual sport. Well, you're really good at individual sports because – and the funny joke was I looked up individual sports this morning, mm-hmm. and it said the advantage of individual sport is that the player does as he pleases and does not have to listen to the ideas of another player. Which basically just kind of means you're a jerk and want to do stuff yourself. But uh, some people are like that. I, I I like the challenge. I mean, the older you get, you got to find. It's, I think you've just not da- t- you know you've dabbled in every sport, and I mean, you've gotten good at some weird ones. We just played basketball in the league, and um, you coached. You took over. Well, I t- had to take over. <laughs> um, and it, you know, it is. Uh, you just you get too old. And you are a good coach, though. I mean, remember when I was like, I think I'm gonna learn how to play tennis. 
Willie took me out there, and in a day I was beating his entire family. I taught you how to play. I was. Well, we, it's too hot to play right now. We nah, play it's not, it is hot. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if you're outside. I've been off this week. I'm Actually, we're not filming this week, so we took a little break. And so I have been doing a lot of manual labor. So I've been. Uh, Every time I come over, Willie's in his Polaris just driving around, picking, picking up, up sticks, sticks, doing yard work, and mowing. I, I kind of look at him, and then I'm like, all right, I got to get my questions in and get out of here before I'm picking up sticks. This morning I woke up, went and mowed for about two hours, and. Uh, just, I love that stuff. I like mowing. Your dad, Johnny D's dad, is my neighbor, and he says it's therapeutic. Because sometimes I just want to mow his stuff too, but then I'm like, no, they, like that's his therapy. That, that'll it'll be it would actually offend. You. Yeah, it would offend him if I mowed his grass. I like mowing because you just get I, to sit there and ride. But once you start, I'm a spokesman weeding. for a lawnmower company. Dixie Chopper is the world's fastest lawnmower, and I'm on that. <laughs> And they built me this tricked-out camouflage with two motors on it. It's awesome. There's something powerful about that. You could cut down trees with that thing. Oh, it's outrageous. It. It I used to bush hog a lot. I love that. Uh, in the field where my house is now, Johnny D had that job as well. That was my job. Whenever, I, but right before I could drive, that's how I paid for speakers in my truck, bush hogging all of what is now Willie's land. <laughs> it was a good time. So here's my thing. Here, here's what I've done. I've because i was super competitive three brothers uh still competitive with them love beating jace at golf that's about all we can do anymore like physically um we but should, used to we used to we should go know, get a badminton net uh, i beat him he, he never could beat me at badminton although he probably thinks he could or can <laughs> i don't know um, but i had to train myself to stop being so competitive and i did i said uh, so i'm not angry anymore i don't get mad because if you're playing God, I mean, I play with these people, and they just lose their self. I'm like, you're not a professional golfer. You shouldn't be You good. don't practice. What do you, you think you're going to come out here and make literally the hardest sport ever is God? I mean, it's so hard to – and you think you're going to be, you know, Tiger Woods? I mean – If you're Tiger Woods, then you're not doing, like, the rest of your life right because you should go to work and stuff. I mean, I just don't get it. <laughs> I, so I, I'm not – I'm like every time I start to get mad, I think I'm playing golf. Like you are pretty laid back when it comes to sports. I do like beating people. I mean, I, we bet, and and it's not the money. It's funny. It's, uh, oh, Jace will lose his brain over, you know, six dollar losing six bucks at God. You know, who cares? It's just for funsies. But it's that winning. You just want to. You, you gotta just win. Want to win? I'm so used to losing at golf because I'm by far the worst person. You get madder. I've learned this: the better you get, the madder you get. That's probably because your expectations. Because I have zero expectations. So if I go out and shoot eighty, I'm like, ah, I should have done better. You go out and shoot eighty, you're fired up, right? I would tell all my friends, print the scorecard, tweet it, it frame it, put it on a plaque. But you never can like. That's what I love about golf. You never can achieve. You you never like. There's always improvement. Even Tiger Woods. Nobody goes out and shoots eighteen under. That'd be impressive. One round, I know. Um, Golf is tough. So, Olympics there. Hope you like it. Watch it. I'm going to watch it. We'll I, comment if something interesting I, happens. Uh, so, hashtag Ask Boss Hog. I got some tweets for you. We got some questions we here. We got some. <laughs> these are some of these. Okay, first one at Michael Fosberg. Now, I think Michael may be the guy that I met because he's really. It's a targeted question. Very <laughs> at Willie Balsog, did you enjoy the card trick at the top of the rock this past week? Yes, I did. And, Michael, if that's you, yes, I did. It was awesome. I heard there was a little card trick magician guy at the golf course. So my wife says, I'm playing golf actually last Saturday. She texted me and said, Willie, do you want to go? What well, What I understood her to ask was, we're going to take my son, Will, to camp, Camp Canacuck, which mm-hmm. is in Branson. But there's a lot of them but around Branson, Missouri. And I said, sure. And I knew she was shocked that I said yes. And I said, sure, let's go. But I'm thinking, well, she shouldn't have to drive him all the way up there. I mean, I'll, you know, his dad that. and go with him. No, he already had – he was going with his buddy. She wanted to go just to say hello and surprise him. 
which I was like, okay, all right, we'll drive six hours and say hey. So we load up, and I head to Branson, Missouri. Uh, I drove pretty much the length of Arkansas, and Branson's just right there north. I didn't, I'd never been up that way, actually, north of Little Rock that way, because we went to school in Searcy, and mm-hmm. so it's beautiful drive. A little scary. I let Corey drive because I was watching a golf tournament on TV on my phone, so I let her drive. Then I was so shook up, I was scared she was going <clears> to <throat> wreck the whole truck. There's a good. So chance. we so we had to Branson, um, and and so Corey had booked us like a bed and breakfast, and I said, "What about the in there like a fancy thing, Bass Pro?" I was like a, and I knew Rock was in the name. So sure enough, she looked up. Top of the rock is a golf course, and they have this resort thing. So I said, "Switch it, move us to there, and we can go play golf." I thought it was a regular golf course. I didn't, I didn't know what the situation. So went up. We uh, we surprised Will. The camp's amazing. Hundreds of kids there. Actually, so I show up, and they're like, "Oh, Willie's here!" And so there was they were having a high school softball game. Ooh. And next play? thing I know, oh, I I hear me come over the loudspeaker. Uh, Willie Robertson, we want you to come take a swing. Well, now I'm like panicked thinking, I've got hundreds of kids watching me. It's a slow pitch softball. Yeah, but st- what if, I, hey, all you can do is fail. You know, like, <laughs> well, I come on, hit it out of the park. That's be- true. So, uh, first pitch bad, second pitch I hit. And then they wanted me to run. I was like, I thought it just hit. <laughs> so I'm trotting, <laughs> trotting to first base. Uh, saw the kids. It was great. Saw Will. Got him in his cabin. He's there for two weeks. And um, so we stayed at the little cabin. I'm talking to my friend Adam LaRoche on the phone. I'm in a brand new pickup uh, that is not mine. It's my friend who owns the dealership. I'm talking to Adam. This place is confusing. I think I can make this turn. Bow. Bow. I am Now I've crushed in the door of the truck. I've hit a boulder at this resort and i think i'm hung on the boulder and i'm still on the phone i said adam i gotta go bro last time i was with adam he ripped the top of the air conditioner off his rv i said i just pulled a u (laughs) it totally damaged his truck so finally got the truck off went and played the golf course it's a par three course was it yeah i didn't know that it was all par threes i didn't even know you were out of town though which i'm still kind of bitter about it's an unbelievable people you need to go see this resort it's in Springfield, huh? Or Branson? Big Cedar Lodge. What's that? Big, yeah. Big Cedar Lodge. Big it's Cedar unbelievable. Lodge. Top Most of the rock beautiful golf. thing I've ever seen. It's just where the legends of golf play. So, and that's where I got my card trick. Now, I've seen some cool tricks. So he, I took the card, I signed it, and I put it. And, and he folded it up in four, and I put it in my mouth. And then he signs one and puts it in his mouth. What in the world? And then he does a little, you know, and I take the card out of my mouth. It's the card he signed. Gross. And in his mouth is the card that I signed. That makes me uncomfortable. It was weird. That's gross. Part of the first hole, doubled the second hole. Corey went a lot. She didn't play, but she actually didn't play. And the, the play was a little slow, so I passed up uh, an older couple there who decided they were going to hit three balls every time. <laughs> But I did see the court. It was unbelievable. So, cool anyway, yes, I did enjoy that. Uh, at Glenn Janis, asked Boss Hog, are you as fat in real life as you look on TV? And there's a little emoji of laughter, crying. crying I'm like glad that. that we can all laugh about how fat I am. On um, TV? The answer to the question is no. Um I'm not as big as I look on. The TV stretches you out. It also depends on what season you're watching. It's true. Because season I have lost one, weight. I have lost. You uh, were fat. I've lost, probably since we started filming, I've lost 30 pounds. Being on TV and looking at yourself will make you, it'll change uh, a few it's just things not, up. I didn't really care. but <laughs> I, I, I was fine with it. But it was more like, I just wanted to get healthier. and I was really busy back then, so... So it's phantom weight. The TV stretches you. If you have a beard, you look heavier. Yes. So I've got 20 pounds of phantom weight. Plus, everybody makes jokes about how fat I am. So in the, in people's minds, I get bigger and bigger. So when they see me, they're pounds. like, alas, we thought you were 400 <laughs> pounds. I'm like, alas. No. Lo and behold. I weigh 210 pounds, and you're trying to catch me. I'm trying Johnny to catch Johnny D's you. lost about 50 pounds. Uh, since... 
Well, since my fattest, probably, but since January 4th, I've lost 35. Bro, you're 26 years old, okay? I had a kid. 26. As soon as that kid, warning to all those out there without children, first kid, you're going to well, get. You didn't have the kid. She had 40. the kid. I'm just saying something about it. You just start eating. Well, your wife comes way. home. She's just crushing ice cream. You're like, I'm not I'm as not. fat in real life as you probably think I am on TV. It's true. That's the answer. All right. What's the next one, Johnny D? All right. Uh, Jen, I can't even, Luke something, games, I don't know. At Willie Boss Hog, do you regret speaking at the RNC and does Trump's latest blunders worry you? <laughs> and to go along with that one, Lexi Smith asked, what was it like speaking to the American people at the RNC? So two RNC questions. Okay, so, um, no, no, I don't regret that at all i thought it was really neat for to be asked to do that when this whole thing's over i'm gonna say hey i was able to speak at the at a convention you know i think anybody would whatever you're you know if you're a democrat or republican it's a cool thing to be able to do it only happens like the olympics every four years Mm -hmm. so i try to even think i don't think there's anybody from this part of the state probably who's ever even been on that stage so it was cool. It was a little nerve-wracking. I was nervous uh, for sure. I mean, there was a lot of people, and uh, it was going off the teleprompter, and so I'm not used to that. Um, does some of the thing uh, Trump's latest blunders worry me? Yeah, I mean, you know, Trump <laughs> says all kind of stuff, so I, I just – but but then people are like, why didn't he just turn into somebody different? I'm like, because that's who he is. So um, it feels kind of like that, you know – stuff i've told phil i feel why don't you just say this but you know he is who he is and um it was a neat thing so it was great to be able to get up and uh, uh participate that and participate in that and um but i was glad when it was over i was ready to get out of there yeah really crowded really clou- cr- crowded in cleveland a lot of a lot of fun people uh how at ask boss hog how much do you actually get to still hunt now with all the popularity and engagements, I hunt a lot. Um, we take off two, probably two months from filming um, just to focus on hunting. The holidays, you got mm-hmm. Christmas, so it's always been busy. You understand this? Before the television show, hunting season's always been busy in our lives because we sell hunting products. So that's when people buy stuff is at Christmas and in November. And so it's always been busy for us, but we always uh, find the time to hunt. I don't duck hunt as much as you probably think. I actually deer hunt a lot more. I have another show called Buck Commander. It's on Outdoor Channel, me and all my buddies. So I do a lot of deer hunting. And October 1st is the first day of bow season in Louisiana. And That's so uh, it is coming up. That is soon. You might have seen a deer stand right now. I wouldn't do it. First week of October is miserable. It is so hot, mosquitoes. Um, but I'm going to be out there. Got to do it. I'm going to be out there. I've been on a roll here. Um, so, yeah, we still get on. And just because you're popular doesn't mean you don't get to hunt. In fact, you get to hunt more because I get invited to a lot of cool places. People just want you to come People hunt. People say, hey, stuff. you want to come hunt? I'm and you're like, like yep. yep. Uh, hashtag ask boss hog. What's your funniest childhood memory? Um, I'll tell you one that um, – <laughs> I'll tell you one that, I mean, it's funny now thinking about it, but I used to lead singing on Sunday night, the children of the church. I was at church, was 40 people, and they would let the kids get up. And so I'm probably 11, and I get up, and um, it was a song called, Oh, Thou Blessed Rock of Ages. Oh, Thou Blessed Rock of Ages. That's the super slow version of that. That's not how it goes? Rock of Ages. I, no, it's like a follow. Oh, I had to But it one. starts out high. <laughs> and so, and we went to a church that had no pianos. It was just a cappella. So I get up and I, so I call the song. And it starts out, Oh, thou blessed rock of ages, rock of ages, blessed. Yeah. So it starts high. And so I, and so we had our, I had my hand out, my right hand. I knew the little four yeah. part, like down, side, up. And so he's training children. And I got up and I went, <laughs> I went, that. and it, and everybody just started laughing and just left me hanging. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to 
rip my face off. <laughs> I was That's so awesome. my face is just beat red. And no, I mean, that, so people are trying to sing, but they're also laughing. And they did that to us. Too. It was a horrible childhood memory. <laughs> it's, yeah. but, but it's hilarious. It's funny. It's funny. I mean. But they do that. This, the young kids at church, they make them lead singing. I remember doing it, and I was like, I can't sing. Like, what? Let me say a prayer. I'm way better at that than singing. They make you get up there and do the hand motion. Oh, yeah, you do the hand motion. I did Glory Land Way was my song. I remember it. I'm in the Glory Land, Glory Land Way. Yep. But I was, I mean, I was about to pee my pants. My kids asked me yesterday, they wanted, they wanted me to tell a story about uh, when I had an accident uh, in my car. Um, in the Mustang? I was dating uh, one Corey Howard. And uh, I had a super filthy Mustang that was, you know, the, it wasn't the cool Mustang. It's crapping. <laughs> I drank a Coke a little too early in the morning. It was five speed, and my I just start panicking. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom, like right now. I'm one mile from my destination. <laughs> I first, so we've all been there. So I'm not trying to be gross. Okay, you start sweating. Then both of your legs are just straight like as a stick and oh, so i'm at that phase and i'm at a red this. light and i'm like i'm gonna i'm not gonna make it and let me tell you something when that volcano went off <laughs> filled the entire shorts up got to my destination rolled out of the car down oh. to the underwear walked through the yard and I had a funny story to tell my well, future wife, and now my kids love that story. <laughs> yeah, your destination was to pick up Corey, wasn't it? No, my dad. No, oh. no, I was going back to my little. I was living with your uncle. Uh, oh, I was uncle in the Joe. back. I was in the. Yeah, I was with Uncle Joe. That's awesome. Okay, here's a question. Uh, here's a question from uh, at a soldier eighty eight. Who's your favorite country music artist? And I'm not letting you say more than one here. You have to pick one. Well, there's several. I, I can't say nah, just one. I just said you have to pick one. I can't pick one you, person. You have to. We, everyone wants to know. Who do you like what's more? Your fa- which is your favorite parent? Your mom or your dad? Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, there's certain things you just can't answer. <laughs> mom. Um, there's no, certain things just you just down. can't. No, I mean, if you don't know, I'm good friends with Luke, Brian, Jason, Aldean, and business partners with them. But I also... Have tons of friends that are, you know. So you can't pick one. No, I can't. I don't. No, I think you should have to a, pick no. one. There's not one person I would like. What? I mean, you pick their music. Pick yeah, their live shows. Country I mean, artists. It's just what's your favorite country singer? I mean, Luke Bryan is probably the best entertainer I've ever been around in my life. Like, if you just meet Luke Bryan, if you just met him within five minutes, you'd say this guy. Does something like, something or he needs to. <laughs> I mean, he's he's just freaky that, entertaining. He is, and, even when he's not trying to be. But like Jason's live shows are, I mean, rocking, unbelievable. I mean, so it's just different. You know, it's different strokes for you. Like them all. I like all. Yeah, you should. I, I like all kinds of music. All kinds of music. I, I'm into. He's not going to answer it. He will not say who no. his favorite country artist. So don't is. even. You don't should have taken like a cop out and been like Darius Rucker. Because I really like Hootie and the Blowfish. I like Darius Rucker. But then you don't have to offend Jason or Luke. You just offend them both. No, but then I'd offend other people. <laughs> I'm I'm sticking with Hootie There's and the Blowfish. There's a lot of people. Well. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. How about this? Uh, this is a Ki- deep question. At Kylie. At Kylie. 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 Kylie Ivy. Is there anything in your life that you regret doing or regret having? A beard. Whoa, it's got weird. <laughs> of course there is. I mean, no, I've made it 44 years, and I don't regret anything. No I regrets. Mean, but you can't. It's what you take. It's how. It's what you make it into, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of cool stuff and done stuff that's stupid, too. Or regret having. I don't, I don't I mean. Do you regret having your beard? Hmm? Do you regret having your beard? No. no. I don't get the regret having. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Deep. Good try, Kyle. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> not going to make TMZ with that one. <laughs> all right. At Angie Fletcher. Asks, What's Angie saying? Do you ever wish you could take it all back and not be famous anymore? Hashtag Ask Boss Hog. Come on. That's dumb. <laughs> 
So, well, I mean, you can't. No, I don't. I mean, take it all back. Like this. This. I don't live my life, and you can attest to that. I don't look back going, oh, if I'd have done this and that. I mean, you just. No. I don't set goals. Don't. Because I may Stay come up short. short. May, right. So just not a goal, man. Live it. Do it. Uh, I am happy to have what we have. Do what we're doing, and. It's not about being famous. Uh, it's it's you, you really don't try to be famous, right? I mean, I think if you're trying to be famous, you're probably not on the right path. You ever tried to be? No, I don't you mean, were just kind of doing your thing, going around, and no, I look at it from a you know, maybe you can talk your way out of a speeding ticket. <laughs> so that's I, I those are the kind of things that I like. You know, like gives you a little. Just a little advantage. That's good. <laughs> That's a good thing. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, being your assistant got me out of a speed. Because here's the deal: being famous is fun, but for people that like you and say, "Oh, we love your," you know, there's just as many people who can't stand you. They don't even know you. Yeah. Especially now on the computer. Good grief. Twitter is. There's some haters. Twitter's not as mean as Facebook. I can't. Facebook's too. Facebook people are mean. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, it's a bad deal. Here's the deal: you can. If you can say all the bad stuff about me, at least on Twitter, you got to do it in like a couple of lines. <laughs> Facebook, you got to write a book <laughs> about how bad you are. But they don't even know you. They don't even uh, know. You know, it's just, it's mean. It's but, weird. Uh, at Dave Gooseman. Like that name. Gooseman. This one's a, this is a little weird. Do you or any member of your family who is qualified to do so? Baptize a child upon request? Hmm. That's an odd one, Dave. Um, I don't know about the qualification. I don't. Uh, my study of the New Testament, I don't think there was like a certificate or something that you had to have. Baptizing children is tough for me. That, that's always tough. Now, I worked, remember, I worked at a summer camp for 10 years. So I was. You have a child, they want to do something for the Lord, which is great. But it's always that question, are you old enough? Do you understand what you're doing? Uh, I've met a lot of adults who live terrible lives, and they say, oh, by the way, I was you know, I was baptized at six years old. Um, did it stick? Did it not? It's a tough one. You know, I think each child, it's a case-by-case basis. Um, so I would really just have to talk with them further and, and let them see. Although, I, you know, my view of God is that, I think anybody that takes a step towards him, I don't think he's disappointed in that. So, uh, however, sometimes children maybe don't quite understand. Um, here's what I'm saying. If the worst thing you've done in your life, okay, was, you know, smack your sister upside the head one time. I wouldn't do that. If, if that's your sin. Mm-hmm. So you say, do you understand what sin is? Yeah, you know, I, I lied to my mom one time. What You know. That's the extent of the sin. I don't know, you know, because I'm reading a lot of sins in the Bible. Rough, rough (laughs) stuff. Tough, heavy. So until you understand that, I don't know. I don't know the age. It's hard. I mean, we've debated that for years. Uh, Okay. I want to use this guy's name, but uh, Willie, we used to see you at a certain Mexican restaurant and at a certain grocery store. Hate that fame has put you in hiding. First off, what? Not a question. It's not a question. I think it's kind of a dig. Um okay, whatever Mexican restaurant it was, I I love Mexican restaurants. So, I don't which know which I frequent a lot of Mexican restaurants. You do. Oh yeah, I'm into that. I like Mexican restaurants too. What's my favorite one? Iron Cactus. Locally, yes, but what's my favorite? Oh. Oh, Papacitos. Papacitos. If you're ever in the DFW airport. Or Houston airport. Might see us there. Date A27. That's embarrassing. You know when you walk in, they're like, hey, you're back again. Those stuffed shrimp bruschettes. Oh, and you dip them in butter. Oh, it's filthy. If that'll kill you, I'll just die. (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to take a few minutes off. So I'm sorry. How often do I go to the grocery store? Uh, Every week. Probably no. You don't go every week. You're more than that. Oh, you're the guy that goes uh, almost every day. You go. My family, I go to buy a meal, like yeah, that my, meal I'm cooking that night. My wife literally sits down and plans out her entire grocery store for the week and each meal for each night. No, you 
come up with it that morning and then go to the grocery store that day. Because I want it fresh. You go to the grocery store all the time. Right. I would rather have nothing frozen and all this. So forget that. Buy it right, you know. We have the ability to go. That's what people in other places, you know, they go to the market and they buy something to eat. And I think in America we just like hoard up all this food and like, oh, we're going to cook for the next. But um, just go to the store. It's like there's a grocery store a mile from my house. There's like four grocery stores within five miles. So I am up there all the time. True story. Because if anybody's going to buy groceries at my house, I know it has to be me. That's true. Or a housekeeper. Housekeeper. <laughs> she, she helps too. Not Corey. Not Corey. Bad call. No, you go to the grocery store with Corey. She's like, you literally lost. Like, <laughs> have to remind her. Cold stuff's in the back and to the side. <laughs> Bread's in the front. Cereal's in the she's, middle. She'll find that macaroni and cheese. I said. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I'm the same guy. I live in the same town. And I oft go to the grocery store. And Mexican. And oft eat Mexican. So, Well, here's a good one to end on. Be a hater. Okay, last one. Perfect one to end on. How we always end. Kenny Martins, Jr., he says, what's your favorite Bible verse? Favorite Bible verse. Uh, kind of like country music. It's hard to narrow down one. Uh, but I, I usually just put 1 Corinthians 15. I love the whole chapter. Um, I love how it starts, uh, which is a reminder to the Corinthian church about the gospel, which is the good news that saves us. So first seven verses are pretty powerful. But I love how that ends in 15, uh, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty five. Uh, where he's talking about death, and he said, even death. And he said, where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? Use it all the time. And when I hear bad things, and I always think about that, like, if you're not scared to die, knowing that there's something better, it should, it should alter your life and how you live your life. And uh, and that starts with the gospel, the good news at the beginning of that chapter. So, uh that's it. That's the one. I, that's the one I love. And uh, but there's a lot of others I love too. Well, guys, I hope you have a good week. We're gonna go watch Olympics and uh, do some other fun stuff. Uh, Corey's heading to L.A. Going to acting camp. I want to talk about camps. We need to talk about camps. I have kids at camp everywhere, and so uh, uh, that's one of the fortunate things about being the situation I'm in right now is you can send your camp kids to these weird camps. And so uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about camps and other stuff. Have a good week. If I don't see you, I'll see you on TV. Bye. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.